It's all right. Burning it down. That's that. Really, I think you've started watching more TikToks than I do. Which I is impressive. look. Sometimes you just gotta watch TikToks when you can't sleep, or when you're in the bathroom, or when you're playing video games, but you're waiting for a match <laughs> to load in, and you've got like 45 seconds, and maybe you could get through some TikToks in that period of time. Yeah. Um, I also just like that meme format. Burning it down. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. shows your childhood crush on TV, and then it's like the wind, and it's like. But then the childhood crush is like Bear in the Big Blue House. <laughs> yes. And you're like, all right, that's a choice. Sure. Um, or I'm Charlie into from the Twilight series. Honestly, though, that <clears throat> mustache one, is I good. I just did a rewatch. I guess we could talk about that, but I'm, uh, well, I'll save it. But I did rewatch all five movies. Five? Four? Five. You have yes. no idea. That's what they just all bled together. I mean, I watched how in two days, watched. watched all of them. So in uh, two days? Yeah, I called out sick and just was like, mm, what else am I going to do but watch this? I did have to watch it because I'm going to be a guest on a different podcast, which I'll talk about it when that day comes to promote it. But uh, yeah, that I watched all of them. I only had to watch the first, but I watched all of them instead. What's your favorite Twilight movie? <laughs> um, I mean, the first is like campy, uh, not on purpose. Um, I don't know what my favorite. Definitely not New Moon. That's too much Jacob for me. Um, Whoa. Maybe the like last one. All right. Second to last one. Sure. I don't know. Anyway, uh, before we get too far into that, would you like to introduce the show? I'm I already completely about forgot stuff. that I had not done that. Good yeah, morning. No, you should do that. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm a host. My name's Billy. Hey, who are you? I'm Daphne. That's me. Hey, that's my sister. She's my co-host. And this is a fun little show we put on together. Yeah, I'm I'm actively going to choose not to talk about Twilight because I feel like at some point a guest is going to bring in Twilight and I don't want to <laughs> get Ooh. too far into it because it, it definitely could fit the format of this show. Ooh, that would be well, fun. So. That'd be a good time. I like how the vampires all make whooshing sounds when they jump. They do. And they're have you seen the TikToks of them running or just the videos of how they <laughs> film the running? No. Yeah. With the like treadmill. It's very funny. Oh, that's great. You got to look it up. Okay. I'll send it to you. I'll after. check it out. It's hilarious. Well, what um, do you want to talk about today as your pop culture thingamajig? I guess I, I would talk about Squid Game, but I'm not done with it yet. And I want to wait until okay. I like finish the whole series to talk about it. But so far, incredible. It, it's one of the best Netflix shows I've watched. It's, and I'm four episodes in. Nice. Um, very, very good stuff. So as so far, I recommend it. But we'll get more into it after you watch it, too. I would love to talk to you about okay. it, Billy, because it's right up your alley i think even though i tell you that about a lot of things and you never watch it <laughs> except for lego masters is maybe the only thing i've ever recommended to you that you've actually watched well we were um, yeah we were at an airbnb and started lego masters because it wasn't our netflix it was someone else or whatever hulu wherever it was so i watched lego masters uh when i was out of town british show it. on tv um yeah but i did see a little movie last night that it's very new so i shouldn't spoil too much but I saw this fun little movie called James Bond, No Time to Die. <laughs> There's just um, no time to die. That was my Billy. I Eilish. really liked the- It's a great song. I liked the song. Because it, yeah, it was it, released it a year really and a half well. ago because the movie got pushed a full year. So we've had the theme song for ages. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much about the plot. Um, I do wish there was a little more Rami Malek in the movie because I love him. Um, <laughs> he, I feel like he, as a Bond villain, maybe didn't get enough screen time personally. I, I mean, um, is it a spoiler if I ask? He is playing Dr. No, right? They're doing, that's why it's called No Time to Die because they're doing Dr. No. Am I crazy? I'm not sure. I, I am not familiar enough with the James Bond okay. uh, world to really know for sure, yeah. but I don't think so. He seems kind of like a very standalone villain. Well, because Sean Connery's be first Bond film, the villain is Dr. No. And I, I remember when this yeah. one was in development, there was a hot rumor that was like for Daniel Craig's last Bond movie, they're readapting Dr. No. And then when it was called Wait, very... No Time to Die, I was like, oh, they're doing it. <laughs> Wait, but quickly, what is in Sean Connery's, what does Dr. No do? What's his like evil thing? I mean, he's got an island. I, it's been a long time. I don't know. Okay. He's. I mean, that checks out. Yeah, he's got an <laughs> island and Bond ends up there for like a chunk of the movie and Ursula Andress walks out of the ocean, which is what Daniel Craig did back in Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay. I don't Maybe. know. Who knows? I might. I don't you know why I wanted it. this whole thing. But um, I, no, I, I mean, it, it very easily could be. Um but he, I, I like his storyline a lot, and I like the the 
what his goal is, I think is very interesting. Um, there is a rumor that it was kind of pandemic virusy, and I I know we try to stay away from talking too much about COVID on this, <laughs> but uh, apparently the script might have I don't know if this is true at all, but they might have changed it a little bit to make it less because uh, it was kind of maybe about a virus. And when you watch it, it you can tell where it's there's some kind of parallels that it seems like they maybe tried to deviate a bit. Uh, I gotcha. Um, how is topical uh, to the times? How is, how's my girl Leia say doe? Uh, sorry. Who does she play? I'm the, I'm the worst. Oh, his little girlfriend. Yeah. That's like 30 years younger than him. Yes. She's great. Cause that is a problem, but I love her. She's in um, death stranding. She was in blue is the warmest color. I think she's fantastic. Oh yeah. No, she, she, I really enjoy her as a character. I'm bad. And I didn't watch Spectre. I mean, I started to okay. yesterday right. before and I fell asleep. That's, that's... Um, so I didn't even know about her character, and, <laughs> but I don't feel like I really needed to. I think Spectre was so poorly received. They were just like, we can, we can re- let the audience reestablish things with this one. Cause. Yeah. And I think this is, I mean, I think I've seen all of them except for Spectre and Casino Royale and probably this one I think are my two favorites. Wow. Um, wow. You're wrong. Cause Skyfall exists, but sure. Oh yeah, Skyfall also. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Giving you a hard anyway, time. I feel like it's like these, this Daniel Craig, James Bonds. It's like great. Okay. Yep. Great. Okay. Great. Yes. He did five and, and every other one is garbage, but the ones that aren't garbage are great. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this one I really, really enjoyed. Cool. And I do want to go it see is it. almost three hours long. It didn't feel three hours. I guess at one point I was like, oh, we still got, I looked at my watch, which I shouldn't have done. I was like, oh, we still have over an hour left. Um, but it didn't feel like it dragged. Cool. I was, it was when I went into it, I was like, this is like almost three hours, please. Um, remember when you said no motorcycles were going to You know what? <laughs> I thought I wouldn't hear him today, but you heard that one for sure. Yeah. He just zipped right by like, hello, yeah. podcast. Speaking of motorcycles, there is one part in James Bond uh, where he does a fun little like uh, tying a line across trees, you know, that move. Yep. And then he's like, come at me. And he like the guy gets knocked and off. he gets close, decapitated. That would be more fun. But like it is PG-13. That's that um, um, that movie. The console. The console. God, no one saw this movie, but Brad Pitt was in it. Hold on. Now I have to remember. This is very important because that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a fun little move. Um, yeah. Daniel Craig got to just go ham on his last James Bond movie. Good. He did some wild stuff. And it was a it was a nice goodbye to him. I'm gonna miss him. I'm curious what we're gonna get next. If we're gonna get something next, it's I think it'll be a while before we'll get another James Bond. Oh yeah, because we're gonna recap because he's done. We'll get a new Bond when it happens. I know that'll be fun. But yeah, I'm fine with like five years, five like four or five years. We don't need more okay. James Bond. So real quick, so it's the counselor. It came out Bond? in 2013. It's written by Cormac McCarthy. I think he wrote a short story or a book. Ridley Scott directed it. Michael mm. Fassbender plays this lawyer in Texas, like on the border, and there's all this cartoon tell stuff and i don't remember if javier bardem does it but basically one of the guys uh knows that the like a drug mule is always on a motorcycle so he like sets up a wire across the road and then puts his Uh. jeep facing the street and when the motorcycle comes he turns the floodlights on the jeep so the motorcycle guy sits up with the floodlights and then his head gets cut off and it's great Mm. the movie's not great but that's violent and and gore and stupid (laughs) and i loved it because you know ridiculous violence is great um in cinema very fun um i'll be really quick indeed I'll be really, yeah, I just, um, I started I, watching Foundation yeah. on Apple Plus, which is the Isaac Asimov series, um, mm-hmm. uh, which was created by, what's his name, who wrote all the Batman Beyond, or Batman Begins movies, I'll remember it, but he's writer and showrunner. Um, I really mm-hmm. liked the pilot, I really liked the first episode, I'm uh, mm-hmm. a little bit hesitant after episode two, and now we gotta watch episode three, but we'll see, but I, the art direction is stunning, it's Jared Harris and Lee Pace, Lee Pace playing Emperor of the Galaxy, which, sure, <laughs> I love that. I love Lee Pace standing in, like, giant shirtless armor, like, sorry, sleeveless armor, and just being mm-hmm. like, you think you can do this to my empire? And I'm like, maybe Lee Pace, look at me at those arms, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's cool, it's, um, it's heavy sci-fi, um, it's... Yeah really plot driven which is i know the novels are plot driven and the show is trying to be character driven and it's like maybe that won't work but they got renewed for a season two already so hey at least i got two seasons to decide if i like it or not but um (laughs) if you're interested in in heavy sci-fi if you saw the trailer and thought it looked cool watch at least the first episode because the first episode's pretty great 
Um, yeah. And we'll keep going. Maybe you'll, yeah, you got to keep going and let me know. Maybe you get sold more on Yeah. It. Well, That's, and Jared Harris is great. Uh, he was the lead in Chernobyl. He does, a, he's all sorts of. Chernobyl's um, in, in the crown. I love yeah, him. Yeah, he's great. But yeah, uh, Foundation, yeah. Apple Plus. Check it out, baby. Um, awesome. I'm ready to get into the show proper, Dagny. I don't know about yeah. you. Me too. Yeah, I am very excited for our guest today. Um, friend of the pod, which is very exciting. She's listened to several episodes, which is wonderful. Heck yeah. Uh, but I have lots of ways to introduce her. Uh, writer, director, actor, all sorts of things. Real triple, quadruple threat. Um, welcome to the show, Franny Williams, everybody. I didn't think about it. I was like, she does a lot of things. <laughs> so um, uh, I yeah, guess I, I tried to intro. do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Great intro. Um, oh. Yeah, I work in the film industry. That's basically... <laughs> the the big but, thing but, in my life <laughs> it's such like a hollywood reaction too it where it's like so much of my life <laughs> you know, like anywhere else they're like what do you do for a living and it's like wow you work in the film industry but here it's like like everyone's just tired like hasn't yeah. had enough sleep it's just like yeah i work uh, yeah. i work in the film industry yeah it's great (laughs) we're going through such a good time right now no hey by the time this episode comes out we might be on a strike baby yeah very possible this week we're gonna strike and i very much hope so um a nice break you can go see james bond (laughs) yeah that's true i could go see a movie um instead of working on on one (laughs) Yeah, no, um, I love my job. Uh, I do. Yeah. It's just, yeah, an interesting time. Yep, it is an interesting industry. time to live in LA. For and if, sure. if anyone, yeah. if anyone listening isn't like on the up and up, um, the IATSE right. union is uh, has voted to authorize a strike if the negotiations yeah. don't continue. Um, and, and so it could literally happen at any time. And that is the union of basically yeah. everyone who works on a film set that isn't a director or an actor. It's literally everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the reason things get made. Yeah. So. Very true. I work in props and mm-hmm. uh, set deck. Uh, depending on the show, I kind of bounce around. But yeah, um, basically everyone on a set is IATSE. The people that actually like do the things to make the movie mm-hmm. be on a screen. Those, yeah. those folks were oh, going to strike maybe. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Ooh, we'll see what happens. Exciting, exciting. It's very exciting. I'm kind of like titillated by time. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it, I mean, also, this, whole, the this whole city will shut down. Been. It'll be, it'll be wacky. Um, be... I know the beaches will be full. No, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be on the picket lines, but you know, just half like a day on the picket the lines, yeah. half a day in Santa Barbara or something. <laughs> <laughs> Love that you're still driving a far distance for your like time off. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> when you're I like, guess I drive just... so much for my job. The only time I've been to Santa Barbara was on a film shoot, and we were on a ranch with like no cell service outside of Santa Barbara. So I've never like actually experienced mm. Santa Barbara. So I think <laughs> that's, that's my like either. wishful thinking. Like, oh yeah, I guess I'll check out Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very fun. Yeah. Um, well, as much as I love to talk about strikes on our oh, yeah. <laughs> optimistic podcast, <laughs> um, even though it is very interesting, I get pretty much all of my information about what's happening from your Instagram stories. You uh, kind of yes. keep me up to date. <laughs> it's yes. like, oh, this is the new thing that's going on. Um, yeah. So make sure you keep posting because you're my only news source. For <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I'll keep uh, regurgitating the IA stories. <laughs> Like every yes. time I see a good one, I'm just like, yeah, share it. <laughs> you know, like, um, look how brutal this story is. Anyway, uh, yeah. it's fascinating. Honestly, if you're listening and you're interested, look up some of these stories because it's wild to hear about stuff that's happened on film sets. Um, yeah, it's bananas. I didn't, I did not know all of the ins and outs, and it's been interesting to hear stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> totally. Quick segue. Right transition <laughs> moment. This is a good um, transition. Yeah, very good transition. Um, on I guess we don't really intro or like explain what we do in every episode, so I guess I can do that real quick. Um, on Poptimist, we like to have our guests bring in something in pop culture that maybe isn't necessarily regarded as great or something that they're just very passionate about that they don't think has enough recognition. Um, 
yeah, something that they just want to talk about that needs more appreciation, I guess, in the world. Um, so yeah, Franny, I would love yeah. to know, what have you brought in for us so, today? So my train of thought, I was trying to think of like what media I consume that's considered like not you know, the pretentious BS that I (laughs) indulge in frequently, like something in the pop culture world that isn't taken as seriously for some reason, even though it's like valid entertainment. So I started thinking about reality shows that I, you know, had a very big stint of watching reality TV with my mother growing up, as I feel like a lot of people do. Like that's how I got introduced into like sit on the couch, eat pizza and like watch five hours of reality TV, you know? And there's so many different kinds like dating shows, competition shows, day in the lifestyle reality. Um, first of all, I, ju- I just want to mention my runner-up topic really quick, <laughs> I love this that. was a hard decision. And my runner-up topic was the, the main reason it's not my main topic is because like I just I couldn't go down this rabbit hole again of watching rewatching any of it. But have you guys seen the reality dating competition show, Are You the One, on MTV? No. I know about it, but I have not watched because it. Because it is everything great. It's just a recommendation <laughs> for everyone out there. It's everything great with like trashy, drama-filled, dating competition-style shows, but with like this mathematical conundrum where everyone has to find their perfect match. And they basically mm-hmm. have one chance every week to figure to send people to the truth booth, find out if they're the a perfect match. Booth. And if they're not a perfect match, these people that really like each other need to start like dating other people. And, you know, they don't want to, but it's messing the game up for everybody else because the money's on the line. They have to get every couple matched up by the end of the show or they get nothing. And so it's just this, so, like, so it's, this is the show where like the algorithm has decided who they're perfect for. And if they end up with yes. the one, the algorithm said they win money. Yes. Okay. Okay. But a lot of times early on couples that are doing really well, they'll send them to the truth booth first. Cause they're like, great. They, they seem like they're, you know, definitely a perfect match. And then they have to spend the rest of the 10 weeks like dating each other but also trying to find the perfect match. So there's like jealousy and it's, <laughs> it's like the perfect metaphor for love where it's like the passion and the like logistics <laughs> of like the math behind it. Yes. Um, and I just spent one summer, like I was watching the most recent season with my mom and one night I just watched a whole other, like the season that came before until like 4 a.m. And I had a little <laughs> notepad and I was trying to figure out the couples before they did. And I kind of did. And it was such a satisfying feeling. Oh, that's fun. Um, that's, my friend uh, Carlin, who's been on the show before, loves reality dating shows and has like Google spreadsheets where she will like try and yes. figure out like, because she taught, that's how I know about Are You The One? Because she... Yeah tried to do that she tried to match it like while watching it yeah. tried to predict who was perfect for each other um yeah. which sounds really fun it, it was really fun it was a really fun night <laughs> in my life honestly <laughs> I, was my child, I was in my childhood bedroom i was like 24 years old you know <laughs> i didn't have a job right at that moment and i was just yeah um but i couldn't go down that dark path again to to talk too much about it so my my topic today and this is a big um, pop culture moment, I feel like, for a lot of us in our teenage years. Um, I'm going to talk about the show Pretty Wild. Have you guys seen this show? No. I don't think so. I, so Where this was this show, on? This was on E! It lasted a single <laughs> season. Yes. That's um, my favorite thing. <laughs> and it is a show about these two teenage girls who are homeschooled and trying to be models, and their mom is basing all of their um, schooling on the secret, like the manifest destiny, um, that that religious, <laughs> that culty religious. Um, it was a movie and a book. Yes. And wait, is this reality TV or is this, this a fictional show? No, this is reality TV. <laughs> and on the very first episode, one of these girls gets arrested for being part of the bling ring. You're so kidding. Then the show. This show is like this iconic, um, like 
look into the bling ring, which was happening while like the trials and stuff were happening while this show was like being filmed. And they originally got this reality TV show based on the idea that like, look at these kooky LA girls that party all the time, but they're homeschooled by their mom, who's kind of a kook and teaches them like to make vision boards and that's how their lives are going to be okay. Um, (laughs) That's what the reality show is supposed to be about. And then she got arrested on like the first or second day of filming. They recreated the arrest footage because... Um, they were just starting filming and the cops probably didn't let him shoot. Yeah. But they, they have verified that it was reshot. But like <laughs> she really did get arrested that morning. Oh and, my god. Um for being part of the bling ring. So this whole series, it's just like surreal. And there are so many thesis statements <laughs> that could be made about class and Man, I yeah. Um, well, let's, Franny. Can we take a, a hot yeah. second? I want to tell the audience what the bling ring was. Oh yes, yes, of course. So the bling ring. I think it was like 2009 or 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, around that time, there were a bunch of celebrity robberies, robberies, yeah, um, <laughs> happening to Orlando Bloom, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Rachel Bilson. Adrena Patridge, I think that's <laughs> Miranda. I'm impressed Kirk. you have all of these just like memorized. Oh, I did wrong. research this week. <laughs> okay, good. I've, re- I've rewatched this single season of this reality show like five times, and the Sofia Coppola <laughs> movie, even though I don't think it's that great of a movie, but just the bling ring fascinates me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all these celebrities were getting robbed, and a lot of the times. Um, these celebrities didn't even know they were being robbed, especially Paris Hilton was robbed at least five times and she (laughs) didn't notice until one, I can't remember, but one specific thing went missing. And then all of a sudden she noticed like, Oh, I'm being robbed constantly because I left a key (laughs) under my doormat and I didn't have security. I don't think she had security cameras. Some of the other ones did though. And that's how they ultimately got caught. But um, it's just this group of teenagers and sometimes only like, two of the the main masterminds i think his name one of them was nick and the other one was rebecca or rachel <laughs> or something but they would rob a lot and then they would get some other of their friends involved and basically the bling ring that guy sentence i think the ringleaders went to jail for like two to four years um hmm. and then the other couple of people went to jail for like six months or something not not anything crazy gotcha. but it was basically hmm. everyone that was on the security camera at orlando bloom's house i think cool is wow. who they like so how anyway. long were they did they manage to keep this this ruse up <laughs> this is this is like the scheme i haven't watched question. the movie i need to I actually don't know the timeline of how long the robberies were going on. That is a very good question. And And I wonder if they were doing it like even early. Right. I don't know. Interesting. I think there were probably some they didn't get caught for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, wasn't yeah. it also like like they would look at like when these celebrities were working, like they could figure out like Orlando Bloom is shooting something in England, so we're gonna go uh-huh. rob his. We know no one is at the house in L.A. That's exact. And with Audrina Patridge, they just saw that she was going to an Oscar party. Like literally she's gone for like mere hours and they just uh, were like, yeah, we have the confidence to just go over there and rob her house. (laughs) And apparently it was really easy to do all of that. That's the funniest part is how easy it was. That's what's hilarious 2009, 2010, there weren't more uh, alarm systems and stuff. They did wear hoods. So some of the celebrities did have security cameras and they just couldn't tell who they were. But like nowadays, I feel like everyone would have like, celebrities would have like alarm doors and gates. Yeah, Yeah. nest cameras. I'm so shocked. Yeah. Oh yeah. The little ring. Um, It's very, just like a quick side note, because not that our our parents were famous, but growing up, it's wild to think about that. Like our parents just left our front door unlocked all the time. Oh, yeah. It was like mm-hmm. we weren't as concerned back then about well crime. I don't know, but I think about that sometimes. I was like, we locked yeah. the door most nights. Our alarm system. Our dad had to like disarm everything because like if wind hit the window too hard, it set off the alarm. <laughs> so I was like, we were really lackadaisical about like security in the early 
2000. Well, I also think too <laughs> yeah. about there's like this this like celebrity mentality, like, well, I'm already up in the hills. Well, it's already a gated community, and it's like, yeah, but these little white teenagers are gonna get in, no problem. Yeah. But I also think yeah. about my one of my favorite <laughs> stories, which is when Kesha broke into Prince's house. What? Did she really? Oh, yeah, like right after her first album, or oh like and she was just like, I love you. And he was like, leave. <laughs> I think it was Prince. I think Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure that's, that's a real ballsy. thing. Well, yeah, I mean, this was also when she was talking video. about like having sex with a ghost, and I love yeah. her. Kesha <laughs> broke. I do know. love Kesha. I didn't know all this. Yeah, I feel like I want to be friends with her. She, yeah. she sounds like a really fun time. Back in 2014. And, yeah, right now she's touring with Betty Who, which ooh, sounds like a really fun time. That does concert. sound good. Ooh. Back in 2014 mm-hmm. on an episode of The Tonight Show, Kesha told Jimmy Fallon that she once broke into Prince's house in order to give him her demo. Um, this was his house in Los Angeles, <laughs> not in Minnesota. Wild. She bribed a gardener on the property with $5 to keep quiet about her plans, then snuck in <laughs> under the gate. <laughs> Yeah, because oh I, I remember seeing the clip on on Fallon. But yeah, she like broke into Prince's house to be like, "Here's my music." <laughs> oh my I god! Mean, wow, good for her. You you had the hustle, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, getting back to sorry. So, Bling Ring, not the movie, but the yeah. uh, the phenomenon of them robbing these celebrities. And pretty wild. Yes. So pretty wild. Not only so, this whole show is developing like the concept is like developing before the cameras of like, Oh crap. One of our main subjects is arrested and now going to trial. And like, there are so many, there are scenes with her going to her lawyer, like edited together with scenes of them doing like bikini photo shoots and like <laughs> going to there. So I guess I should introduce the the cast. And yes, stuff please. That'll give you a better picture in your head. Um, so there's Alexis Nyers, who's the one that was arrested in the bling ring. She's 18. Uh, and then there's Tess, who's 19. And she's like an adopted daughter slash um, her like their mom was really good friends with Tess's mom. And Tess's mom had like drug and alcohol problems. So they took Tess mm-hmm. in essentially. So okay. Alexis 18, Tess 19. They're like best friends slash sisters basically and then they have a younger sister gabby who's like 14 or 15 i think 15 and is like the voice of reason in their family she's like the one she's just like the normal teenager who like gets a job at a pet store and like doesn't want to be a model and you know kind of mothers her sisters a bit because the mom is like so focused on like the secret and the manifest destiny and they they pray about manifest destiny every morning, holding hands and all their prayers end with, um, and so it is, you know, um, it's just so culty. <laughs> they're just holding hands and they're praying and then they go. And so it is, um, which reminds me of like Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, what's that? <laughs> oh, and, and so it goes from slaughterhouse five and they're yes. so similar, but just such different sentiments. Um, which I just, <laughs> find personally funny um but yeah it's like a, their mom is like so invested in this she has like blinders on by this um religion i guess and doesn't really parent them and they're teenagers oh that just go out at all hours she never knows where her daughters are they're getting I mean, yeah they're robbing service. celebrities <laughs> yeah and they're getting bottle service at the club when they're like 18 or 19 Jeez. and just like date at one point alexis is like dating this guy she met in cabo um who's like in his 30s and it's just weird um and oh, no. i remember being a teenager watching this show and thinking like how vapid these girls were and how like <laughs> oh i'm not that kind of teenager like they're like the classic like bratty get what they want do what they want um you know mm-hmm. mischievous gals and now like looking back on it i'm i like there's a thing where you get older and you get less judgmental about people and you're just you get more focused on like oh society the problem (laughs) because it's because i don't feel bad for these celebrities either as bad as like 
these bling ring kids were yeah they were probably that most of them i think were like upper middle class in los angeles terms <laughs> yeah. um you know <laughs> what would be considered like middle class in the rest of america is very much upper middle class just like owning a house in like a suburban mm-hmm. area of la um <laughs> But like these cele- they weren't on the wealth level of these celebrities, but they lived in a city that so valued the lifestyle that these yeah. celebrities had. Um, the designer handbags and the bottle service and all of that. Mm-hmm. So like, of course, at some point this was going to happen. Of course, at some point, teenagers were going to want to steal all the handbags from Paris Hilton's closet or like at least <laughs> fantasize about it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what my life would be like if I grew up in L.A. and went to, like, the high schools they went to and stuff like that. Um, so it's just, like, fascinating to watch. And mm-hmm. also just, like, so wrong in a way because a lot of the reasons I thought they were, like, these stupid party girls when I first watched this show were the things that these reality producers were putting them into. Like, obviously, all mm-hmm. of their modeling auditions, all of the events mm-hmm. that they did were stuff that the reality show set up for them to do. It's not like they just, like, yeah. got this audit. Like, that's right. not how reality... We know that's not how reality shows work. It's like, oh, hey, you're going to go on this audition for this, uh, you know, catwalk, and you've already booked it, but we, we're going to film, yeah. you know... And so she's going through this trial and she's not supposed to leave the state. She's not supposed to get in trouble. (laughs) And of course, these reality producers set her up on like a photo shoot with this football player who wants to take them out on a date. And that doesn't look that great. And Mm -hmm. then, oh, they're going to send them to go host an event in Cabo. And she's not supposed to leave California, but she does anyway. No, She gets in trouble. She gets in trouble with her lawyer. Yeah, because they're a paparazzi that spot her in Cabo. Like, and she meets this guy in Cabo and they set, they obviously set that date up. So she goes and swims with the dolphins and they <laughs> films it for the reality show, but probably tell the paparazzi yeah. to like photograph Yeah, they her. probably told them to be there. Yeah. Oh so as God. much as, so as much as she like robbed someone and was probably not a great person at that time, like the, like what a life ruiner in a lot of ways to be portrayed that way. And, like, have to go through all that. And after the reality show, um, she goes to jail. Alexis does. Um, Oh, there are also definite rumors. And people say it's true that Tess was part of the bling ring, too. But she just didn't get caught on the security cameras. That is a thing. I was about to ask. Yeah, like, like one of them did and the other one didn't. that would make sense. Yeah, I feel like they, it sounds like they do everything together, kind of. I need yeah. to watch the show to really get the dynamic, but it sounds like they're very close and it would be they weirder if she close. wasn't part of it. Um, they are, ve- yeah, they are very close. So that is definitely a thing. I think Alexis was sentenced to like six months, but she spent 30 days in jail and she <laughs> spent five of those days in a jail cell next to Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan got robbed by the bling ring. That's so funny. Oh That's just fun. Why, <laughs> where were the reality show cameras there? I want, I want, I, <laughs> I want to get a prison reality show with Lindsay Lohan. Wow. That would have been fun. Um, yeah. And I do, I, we can get to this, but just because you kind of mentioned after the show, do you know where these girls are now? Yeah. That's kind of where, so after Alexis got released from jail, um, she was supposed to be on three-year probation, but she broke that probation right away and got caught with heroin. Holy shit. Oh my my God. Instead of, yeah. Instead of being sent back to jail, she got sent to a rehab facility and has completely cleaned up her life. And then I think a couple Mm. years after so basically, they were addicted to opiates the whole time they were filming this reality show, oh, is, is oh what God. they say. They say that they were, like, what? shooting heroin in the bathroom I just, during this show. I would like to to, to stress yeah. to the audience, this show ran for nine episodes. So all of this... Is, all of this happened in nine episodes. Nine 40-minute episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and it is just a, such a quick, wild ride. Um, like, I... I'll get I'll go through this in a sec, but I wrote down some quotes and some moments that I'm just like, <laughs> what 
Excuse me. I'm I'm um, barely I like I have You can curse on this show by the way, yeah. Franny. Oh cool. You, you saw I was about need. to say what the fuck. <laughs> you yeah, you really censored yourself. We appreciate no, it, I'm, but you're welcome I am to just I'm blown away that I didn't know this was real and I'm just there's nine there's nine episodes. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it. Crazy. Okay. Cause and Billy and I so know a lot of reality art. TV, but like I've never heard of this. It's incredible. Yeah, um, I used to watch this before school with my um, mom. For some reason, the reruns <laughs> of it would be on at like 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd watch it before she took me to school. Or I think I, dr- <laughs> I was driving to school at that point, but I, I was just fascinated. Um, That's wild. And it's such a big pop culture moment, the bling ring. Yeah. That yeah. I'm like kind of shocked that the reality show didn't um, get as much attention. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking. As I feel like it should Because it's like directly looped into it. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. So- How much um, do they really- Sorry, just because no, no. we talked about Bling Ring. How much do- I mean, I know she's like going to trial and been arrested, but do they focus a lot on the Bling Ring stuff or is it still mostly about their like career and the weird like culty stuff or is it kind of a yeah. good balance? It's kind of a good balance. Um, the bling ring stuff is always hanging over the audience's head. Mm-hmm. Um, and But since it's an active investigation the whole time, and Alexis, you know, during the show, I think she's come out and admitted that she was part of the Orlando Bloom robbery, but that she was, like, drunk and on opioids the whole time. Oh. And didn't really know what was going on. Like, that they did it after they were at a club, and it was just crazy. Um, oh, my God. I guess... If I believe that version of the story, I could see how that could happen. If you're like mm-hmm. drunk around a group of your friends and they're like, let's go do something crazy. Like <laughs> I see how a teenager brain would have a hard time saying no to their friends. Anyway, yeah. I still, I'm just trying to be, <laughs> see the other side. Um, but what was I going to say? Um, oh, I, I asked <laughs> if it like the, the balance oh, right, between, right, right. yeah. Since it's an active investigation and Alexis is very much um, saying, you know, she didn't do it, that she's framed, you know. Hilarious. uh, She wasn't there. Yeah. So they don't get too much into the details. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are a couple points where the producers really like fuck up her life (sighs) and like ruin her emotions during this. Like her. So Gabby has her sweet 16 during the show. And for her sweet 16, Alexis and Tess want to get her like a really cool DJ. So the show books the DJ and doesn't tell them that it's Paul Oakenfold, which I don't know who that is, but apparently he was a big DJ name back in 2009 or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And he got robbed by the bling ring, apparently. So when he shows up, he's like introducing himself and they're like, oh, we're so happy to have you here for her birthday. And you can tell Alexis like doesn't know that he was a victim of the bling ring. And he brings it up. He was like, you were part of the bling ring, right? Did you try and rob my house? And then the camera, and she's like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I wasn't a part of it. I really wasn't, you know, all this stuff. And this poor 18 year old girl just like runs into the house crying and is like trying to escape the cameras because she's like having a panic attack over it. Cause like, how awful, like the surprise. Yeah. Um, and those and producers then, won multiple Emmys. No, I'm kidding. But like they should have, like that's good reality TV producing. Horrible. Um, I yeah. mean, it, it's, not. <laughs> but um, also, uh, I have another point, but real quick, the creator of the show is named Dan Levy, but not the Dan Levy from Shit's Creek. And I felt, cause at first I was like, what? And I I'm like, I'm going to be like, so flabbergasted if it's like, he like, kind of, I kind of, for a second when you, the one girl's name is Alexis and you were like, she met him like 30 year old in Cabo that she was dating. And I was like, kind of sounds like Alexis from Shit's Creek. And then oh, very funny that. <laughs> Yeah, oh. where she's like robbing celebrities, and which, yeah, you know, very <laughs> funny. there's just like an episode where he's like, "Well, and Alexis was out robbing Lindsay Lohan." David, I was acquitted. Like, <laughs> God, I want that version. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, I wonder if she was loosely inspired by Alexis from this yeah. show. Oh my God! Yeah, and the way she she has like this baby voice. The other way the producers kind of fuck up her life is um, they. Say, tell her it's Vanity Fair wants to do an article and interview her and they 
kind of push her into that being a good idea. And their mom's naive, man. And they, oh. they're just naive about the industry. And they agree. It's before the trial and she agrees to do this interview. And she thinks it goes super well. Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't. Essentially. <laughs> when she gets the printed stuff, she's like super excited. She's like, oh my God, I'm in Vanity Fair. And they're all like, oh, that's so cool. This is awesome. And then she reads it and all of a sudden she, her face just like drops. And she's like, what? I didn't say that. And she's just like sobbing and, you know, losing control. And I feel so bad for her, even though it's one of the funniest moments in reality TV. <laughs> honestly, it's so funny and honestly, just like heartbreaking. Um, and she, the most iconic and most recognizable scene from this series that floats around, you know, the Twitter sphere sometimes <laughs> and stuff is the Nancy Joe call. Uh, and Nancy Joe's the author of this Vanity Fair article. Okay. And Alexis is just doing take after take of calling Nancy Joe sobbing. I have the transcript pulled up. Yes. You have to watch. You need a Google. You have to watch her do it. I was looking at the, the name of the episodes and episode six is called Vanity Unfair, which is a yeah. great name. What a great name for an episode. Yeah. The, um, the article is called The Suspects Wore Louboutins. The suspects um, <laughs> wore Louboutins. That's a Vanity Fair. I mean, they've always been great, but like that's that's great entertainment journalism. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just and some of her quotes in the actual article are are golden. Um, but that <laughs> did she yeah. actually say it though? Like, even though she was like, "I didn't say that," but did she? <sighs> I I you know it's hard to it's hard. I feel like we will never know. Uh, hmm. But I feel like she probably <laughs> did say some of it. Uh, yes. So when she calls her, this is the transcript of the call. And she tries this call <laughs> over and over because her mom keeps in her mom's upset, too, and keeps interrupting and yelling <laughs> into the phone. <laughs> she goes, Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Nyers calling. I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am in your story. There's many things that I read in here that were false. Like you saying that I wore six inch Louboutin heels with my tweed skirt when I wore four inch little brown BB shoes. And then the mom <laughs> screams, $29. <laughs> and, she, and then Alexis goes, every time you fucking yell, I have to re-record it. <laughs> and the mom's like trying to point out like, she didn't wear Louboutins, she wore $29 on sale BB shoes. Like, uh, it, it's so iconic. You need to watch her do it. Uh, it's so great. I honestly might watch this. It sounds like a very quick watch and it sounds super yeah. fun. And yeah. where can we, I, I want to keep talking about it, but where can we watch this? Um, it, I watched it on NBC, weirdly, like on their site. And oh, my wow. Par- my parents have a cable subscription, so I just logged on through their cable <laughs> subscriber so i mean i can give you theirs if you want if you don't have someone with cable but it's just nbc i don't i think some of it's on youtube maybe all of it's on youtube but that's how i legally watched the show um so i'm I'm sure there are other avenues i pulled up the vanity fair article and yeah i'm gonna read this whole thing when we're done but how do you say alexis's last name Nyers. So just let me read this paragraph about them robbing Orlando Bloom's house. She said they went around the house, checking windows and doors, finally finding an unlocked door by Bloom's pool area. They went inside and the other kids started to ransack Bloom's home, according to Nyers. That night, they would allegedly steal close to $500,000 in Rolex watches, Louis Vuitton luggage, clothing, and artwork. What are you doing? Get me the fuck out of here, Nyers said she screamed. Then she went outside and threw up and peed in the bushes. <laughs> Honestly, part of me can like see myself in her shoes. <laughs> part of me is like, maybe I could have been that person that like went to a celebrity's house all drunk after being at a club and then peed in their bushes. I was like, what That's the so fuck funny. am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like she's coming down from the drugs and being drunk, and she's like, how did I get here? Yeah, oh, wow. I do, I, um, <laughs> I do love that the whole argument, too, is just, I was drunk. I didn't mean to steal all this stuff multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Very funny. Yeah. Um, you said you had more quotes. Do you have other quotes from the show? Yeah, I I do. Do. That's all I want. I That's all I want for the rest of my yeah. life. 
really quick though, I just I just want to uh, get this out there before I go more into making fun of them. So basically, Tess and Alexis now are like clean, sober. Everyone in the family seems to be in some sort of like um, career in like rehab or family counseling oh, and stuff like that. Oh, wow. And uh, she, Alexis has a podcast called Recovering from Reality. That's pretty oh, cool. great. And they okay. talk about their struggles and their trauma and stuff. And she really does even she seems like she's still kind of naive sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm honestly like proud of her as like an outside. Um, <laughs> That's cool. You know, outside person looking in like. Yeah. So I just want you to know that everyone can change and. Uh, everyone can redeem themselves in little ways the stupid Uh, shit you did when you were 18 does not define you yeah yeah uh so now let's get into some of these uh (laughs) funny notes um so first of all the tagline of the show that was played in the trailers literally goes like this when you raise hell in the city of angels sometimes there's the devil to pay oh my god (laughs) what a tagline oh my god (laughs) because she gets arrested it's wild and it's just footage of them partying and like on stripper poles and stuff it's wild um (laughs) when when alexis gets arrested her mom says these are the consequences of hanging out with stupid people Okay, maybe maybe your daughter did do it though. I don't know if that's like whatever. Yeah, um, it's like calling her daughter stupid. Yeah. Oh, they have a frequency machine in their house, and sometimes what? the mom will will ask, uh, "Should we measure like your levels, or do you need to hop on the frequency machine?" Which I think is Scientology, right? I don't know if it has to do with the secret, I'm, but I was. I yeah, I have questions. I have concerns. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> What does it do? Do did they get into it at all? I'll, I know in Scientology they m- measure your like theons or whatever, and it's like your negativity. Your thetans. Thetans. I, I uh, know a lot. I'm really, I really love the Church of Scientology. I oh really yeah, <laughs> he's main, part of I mean, it. I, no, he's oh, not. Praise, <laughs> praise Zenu, hail Zenu. Don't pray. I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but one of those. Yeah, do one of the actions, yeah. and you'll be free. Well, you'll have your own planet. Or wait, those are the Mormons, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, all all I know is that is that the non-Scientologists say L. Ron Hubbard, but I always say L. R. H. And then I salute like Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so this anyway. uh, accountability. No, wait. What? Sorry. What is it called? They have a frequency machine, and like frequency at machine. one point in one of the episodes, the one of the girls is like being emotional or something, and the mom's like, "Do you need to spend time on the frequency machine?" And they do a quick zoom in on it, and that's like it. You like never see it again. But I'm, I was like, "What? Why does this never come back? Does it Why vibrate them? The I'm so concerned." No, I don't know. That's worth googling. But I wrote it down in my notes, and I put Scientology next to it as a question mark. But that I don't think they're Scientologists. <laughs> and the secret at the same time. I don't know. Um, the shows like the morning they wake up starts off with the girls going to the kitchen and like asking and the mom uh, or the mom yells for them to come downstairs and she goes, girls, come get your Adderall. And then they each get out. <laughs> and that's how you're introduced to them. Essentially. Um, I love this show. <laughs> God. Um, you see their first school lesson, which the mom has this vision board of like magazine cutouts that's very like juvenile. And their lesson oh today is going to be manifesting who they want to become based on like celebrities and stuff. I wonder why they were so, so obsessed with celebrity culture. Um, and the mom has a clip out of Angelina Jolie. And she asked the girls, So let's think of what we admire about Angelina Jolie. And Tess goes, Her husband? And then Alexis goes, her hot bod. And the mom's like, okay, none of those are traits. And it's just wonderful. <laughs> um, they zoom on, zoom in on these teenagers' butts a lot. It's weird. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, I, know, weird. I know they're adults, but... Mm, it's still bizarre. It felt, it felt wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. The... I think the first episode ended so she got arrested she gets released from jail and they're all like powwowing over around a bonfire and uh 
Gabby, the little one, goes, I think it was Gabby, she goes, we're a team. We can get through anything. And then the whole group goes, and so it is. And then they all <laughs> laugh and the camera like zooms out and it fades to black. And that's the end of the first episode. And you're like, yeah, we can get through anything. Yeah, she just got arrested for burglary. And you're all like <laughs> laughing and like doing your weird like cult sayings around a fire. It's just weird. Um, oh, funny. do you guys remember Ryan Cabrera? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. At one point, Tess goes on a date with him, and he was also in the hills, I think, dating Adrena Patridge. Seems like he was just bouncing around reality shows, yeah. just like get exposure. Because they go on one date and she doesn't like it. So it's like over. <laughs> Very bizarre cameo. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, at one point, Alexis is driving to her hearing for her crimes and she just puts out her hand and she goes can i have a five milligram adderall please um it's just iconic i love it i have a five milligram adderall please just so specific um at one point alexis is like crying and um in regards to the trial she she says i do great things for the community and the universe and (laughs) um at one point, the 15-year-old Gabby kisses her mom directly on the lips. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is weird. I don't know what I don't know what to do about this. Um, <laughs> at one point, they lose a... Oh, this part's great. Tess gets a little puppy. A little French bulldog brings him home. And it's like, Aww. got a puppy? And it's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, wild. Uh, gets a puppy, <laughs> can't take care of it. It's shitting everywhere. And then they lose it. And... Um, they're spending this morning everyone's crying like hysterically over this puppy and then they finally find the puppy and they're all like cuddled around the puppy and they're all like we're so worried about you and just like absolutely losing their shit two scenes later the mom suggests that they're not ready for a puppy and they should give it up and they're like oh yeah we should give it up and it's like what you guys were freaking out that it was lost and you're like yeah Get rid of it. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. I know. I um oh. I love this. Yeah. Dagny, I want you to know the final episode, episode nine, is titled And So It Is. And so it is. Mm. Manifest it, baby. Um That's yeah, hilarious. those are my wow. those are my fun quotes from the show. There are tons more. You should watch it. It's yeah. I want I, to. I love a, a good reality TV show. And especially one season, yeah. you can do that in like a day. I, I, oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to ask, did they ever attempt to do a season two? Was it like canceled or did it all just fall apart? Like, um, I, I think that since uh, Alexis went to jail, I don't think I think they canceled it because it wouldn't hmm. gotcha. be as interesting without your bling ring girl. Yes. Maybe they could have done like. I don't know. Can you film the visitation? Right? I don't know. I, yeah. I, don't know. I feel like I probably not. Yeah, because I don't yeah. think I'm can't trying bring to... a camera crew into a prison. I'm trying to remember the, the season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey when Teresa was in prison. I'm trying to remember if they filmed with her at all. Oh, yeah. They went and were like, That's so... let's go visit Teresa I've in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Pop oh, party. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I don't think they tried. And I think after everything went down, it seemed like the family desperately wanted out of the limelight. Yeah. So I think they live pretty quiet lives now. I mean, what a, what a, be careful what you wish for (laughs) scenario. Like, that's bananas. I just love, I love to even the description of the show is like, here's what the show's about. And then the next paragraph is like, but in the first episode, she got arrested. And then the show was completely different <laughs> immediately in the pilot. Yeah. Um, that's that's yeah. wild. I can't believe I hadn't heard of this. I it's It sounds like it was a huge... Wait, can you remind me what year it came out? Like 2009 or 10. Yeah, they, it looks like they filmed in oh. 2009 and then it aired March 14th to May 23rd, 2010. Mm-hmm. Dang. I would have I would have been in... 10th grade you i feel like i would have eaten this shit up yeah <laughs> i would have lived time. for this but instead yeah. your mom showed you reality tv our mom we watched british murder shows with her Ooh, all the time so different that. vibe um, but uh, yeah before before we move on to the end of the show 
I just, I'm fascinated by this. And I found a review of um, Pretty Wild from the, uh, uh, I think the London Review. Um, A journalist named Andrew O'Hagan wrote this. If real fame is a mask that eats into the face, then pseudo-fame, the current kind, might be a decoy that eats into the brain. You often meet those people in California, people who have forgotten that you are real, that you watch the news, that you know who they really are. They begin to lie to journalists and themselves with the same grim hope. If I say this and no one contradicts me, it might be true. A sense of entitlement stands in for personal values. They don't mind if they're fooling you and fooling themselves so long as they can keep the show on the road. Oh my god, that's amazing because I I was thinking I've, after I watched this show, I, I think it has so many themes and I was racking my brain for like a really cerebral thesis statement, but <laughs> I'm just not that eloquent today. And that article sums sums up the show beautifully and the problems in our society. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I am really I am blown away that I did not know this show existed. I am so excited. Literally, yeah, as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to pull up YouTube and watch as many clips as I can. Um, yeah, I, I'm fascinated to see what these girls look like. I I know Billy's been Googling. He tends to like yeah. Google as we talk, but I don't know what these girls look like. And I'm very interested. I'm mostly interested in this mom because I love culty culture. <laughs> yeah, she's played by who? Oh, my God. Who's Judd Apatow's wife? Apatow's wife. Oh, in the you know in, the, in the bling ring. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's her name? Ty- is it? Um, oh, Leslie Mann. Yes. Leslie Mann plays hmm. her. And if if you've seen Leslie Mann in anything, you kind I feel like you kind of get the gist of what this mom's also. That's hilarious. Like. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm excited. Thank you for introducing us to this. Yeah. It's oh, it's so been a while welcome. since I think someone's brought in something that we've never heard of. It happens uh, yeah. every once in a while, but yeah, I love it. It's yeah, perfect. I thought it, a, <laughs> I thought it was a toss up if you guys were gonna know it or not. Uh, and it's one of those things I just bring up at parties all the time because people don't really know it. And I'm like, it is wild. It is just the weirdest piece of pop culture. Yeah. It'll, it'll be in the Smithsonian someday. I mean, it should be. <laughs> what? Ow, my, wow. My last question, um, the title Pretty Wild, do you think that was that in- picked before or after filming? Because I feel like it fits what happens really well, but I don't know if it would the original premise if it totally fits what they were going for yeah it actually wasn't the original title um okay the original title i think was either at home with the arlingtons or homeschooling with the arlingtons and it was mm. yeah it was supposed to be about their their strange homeschool life while being models yeah doesn't sound no as i think interesting. Uh... It doesn't. I think Pretty Wild fits it very well. Yes. I think that's like yeah. a great title. Yeah, I do too. I um. Yeah. Wow, that sounds so fun. I'm excited to watch yes. this. I I say that on great. with like every guest of like I'm gonna check this out, and a lot of times I do, but I kind of forget sometimes to go and watch it immediately. But mm. I really, I think same as Billy, I might just go look I up some wait. clips. Today. I cannot wait. <laughs> it look sounds up so the fun. Nancy Joe call, I, yes. and you will yeah. never be disappointed. <laughs> They I've weren't six that inch, once a year. They weren't six inch Louboutins. They were four inch. <laughs> Little brown BB heels. That's so That's funny. $29. Oh my God. Oh, wow. All right. That's great. Well, um, well, yes. Philly, would you like to play a game? I would love to. Franny, you've been a phenomenal guest. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. Um, we like oh, we like to end every episode of Poptimist with a game we call What a Pitch. And that's a game where our guest will come up with an object and a genre, and they will ask Dagny and I to pitch them a pop culture project in 30 seconds. I go first today, so if Dagny wants to take out her earbuds or mute the thing, um, and Franny, are you good to go? Yeah, I think I'm good to go. All right, let me get my Um, clock, because Dagny doesn't actually time hers, but I do time mine, because I'm a professional. All right, (laughs) whenever you're ready. Um, okay, so my my prompt is very simple, but I think it could be very fun. I very simply want to hear a pitch for a video game based on the bling ring. Like, how do you score points? Honestly. Characters. Honestly. All right, here we go. This game is made by Rockstar Games, who makes Grand Theft Auto. They're going, they've already got the map from Grand Theft Auto V. They just make the hills bigger. And basically, it's a stealth 
role-playing game where you have to drive through the hills, find a house. You can like, but you know, in Grand Theft Auto, you have like a cell phone. You can like pull up TMZ and see who's filming where and be like, oh, Orlando Bloom is in New York this week. And then you have to go to Orlando Bloom's house. You have to do all the research and do all the groundwork. And then when you get to the houses, they've got like a proper Hitman-esque stealth mechanic where you can like hide in the bushes. But also maybe you get power-ups from getting drunk and then it like makes you... makes you less more incapacitated and then you have to pee in the bushes just like alexis to like sober up um that's time but honestly uh oh. this could literally be a side plot in grand theft auto 5 like they could have just made this already and it would have been honestly amazing. that's a genius idea yeah like they could have just put this it might even be a thing where you like drive up in grand theft auto and see some teenagers running from a house like mm-hmm. they put little easter eggs in these games like crazy that's fun that's true uh nice all right well, i'll, I'll have dagny come back and she can have her turn all right hey dagny welcome to the party hello welcome. um so my pitch is extremely simple i just want a video game based on the bling ring i have a feeling that billy pitched the same thing that i want to pitch grand theft auto go for it <laughs> okay <laughs> it just fits it so well it does um is that what you did yes okay you know what? I'm going to change it just for the sake of the show because I feel like we probably went to the same place because we both like Grand Theft Auto. Uh, it's going to be very Assassin's Creed um, instead. Oh. <laughs> so we'll, uh, I mean, I, we got to set it at present day. Still got to be celebrities they're robbing, but it's going to be more like parkour and free running based. So, okay, uh, man, I'd rather talk about Grand Theft Auto, but I feel do like. It. Just do it. Okay. Yeah. So it's got to be Grand Theft Auto. It just yeah. fits it too well. Yeah. So yeah, you just play as these teenagers and uh, yeah, you got to like figure out when these celebrities are not going to be home. You got to, uh, I haven't played enough Grand Theft Auto, but like you got to just figure it out and yeah, you're just robbing these people. That's already the game, but just set it around the bling ring. I think it would sell a lot. I would love this game. Yeah. I really, Dagny, I, Billy, did you pick the same game? Dagny, we, it just, we pitched identical things. Yeah, I feel like you probably did the the job that. better than I well, did. All I, but all I said I, was, you know, because in Grand Theft Auto, you ha- your characters have like cell phones or access to computers, so it was like you like pull up the phone and you get on TMZ and you find out when they're not home. And oh then, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's all it's 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 already like you could literally okay. just use Grand Theft Auto Five and make this game in the map that already exists. Yeah, I do like that. It could just be like a side. Quest yeah, or whatever a side storyline. Honest, I, I do like that idea. So in Grand Theft Auto Five, <laughs> there's a character named Trevor who is the first time in Grand Theft Auto they've had like an actual maniac be a playable character. Like he's an insane <laughs> psychopath, and I just would love the idea that like because Trevor lives like in Barstow in the game. He's like in the desert, and you start, but every once in a while he'll come into L.A. and he's always wearing gross, horrible sweatpants and like a dirty <laughs> shirt. And I just like to imagine that he's like, "What are you guys doing? You're robbing celebrities, okay?" And then it's just like this old horrible <laughs> man. Robbing, yeah. robbing these houses, and then for whatever reason, he like murders a person because he he's very violent, and all these teenagers are like, "What, what is hard? happening? What are you doing?" He's like, "Come on, I thought you guys were hard." Like it could be a whole thing. Honestly, I'm, a, I'm gonna assume Billy won because he. I'm guessing he articulated this better. <laughs> I can already tell. He did but... go into more detail, but I okay. feel like it's not fair because you guys both came with the same idea. I... Which honestly, it does make sense. I don't play a lot of video games, so in my mind, I was going more into like I was thinking more of like this social world where you're like recruiting people, and it's a little bit Sims uh, and a little oh, bit. You're yeah. building an empire, like, like Skyrim, well, like a, where you I'll have to like yeah, 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 a game I've never. Played, I would, I would play like Dogs. Skyrim, kind of. There's a but... the new Watch there's a new what? game. The new, the third Watch Dogs just came out, where you're like fighting against like an oppressive. It's like alternate history, very Big Brother esque hmm. London. But what you're doing is you're recruiting oh. different agents to like go sabotage things and hack computers, and you like build up your squad through like people you meet on the street with like your phone and with hacking. And I think yeah, that would be a cool idea. You're like recruiting oh. a you're like recruiting oh. and building a bling ring cool. until eventually you're. Like I run West Hollywood, you know. That- yeah, and then no one, no one knows your face anymore except for your one person, and then they're on the line. But you're getting the biggest piece of the pot, you know. Very. Yeah, em- I can see you that. Know? That's so it's cool. It's like a gang at that point. <laughs> yeah, I think Bling Ring would make a great video. I do game. too. I think it'd be a lot. Can you go pitch that I to really- Blizzard or something? <laughs> we're out. We, Blizzard needs a break. Idea. Blizzard needs a break. We'll um, oh, not Blizzard. I know Rockstar. Rockstar, that's it. Okay. 
Nice. Um, nice. Well, thank you so much, Franny. This was so fun. Thank I you guys. Uh, I do want to give you the opportunity. Is there something you would like to promote or share with the audience? Um, not right now, I guess. But you could follow me on Instagram. It's Franny mm-hmm. underscore film. Uh, I did a short film recently. But there's only a screening in El Paso left at the moment. <laughs> uh, but watch out. Maybe I'll, you know, do some more stuff. And, uh, and if you're in El Paso, <laughs> check it if out. If you're in El Paso, <laughs> October 15th, it's playing at the El Paso Film Festival. Ooh. It's um, a very good short film. I got to watch it in your backyard, yeah. and it I really enjoyed it. So oh, may, you. do you know if maybe one day it'll be available to watch online? Yeah, after it's done with the festivals, I'm going to f- find one of the one of the platforms that does short films. I'm going to try and get it on cool. one of those. Nice. You know? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Oklem. That's the name, right? We'll yeah. It's called Oklem. Yeah. 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 Billy, you got to check it out whenever I, I yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. a link for you because it's, it's very good. Soon-ish. Cool. I'm yeah. excited. Um, and um, thank you. Very I, cool. I would like to very right, briefly, because we're in October, and hey, Billy's Big Night Out returns October 28th. That's it. I'm just going to talk about it all Ooh. the time. But my the gayest, oh, yeah. the gayest stand-up comedy show in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, I host and produce it. Billy's Big Night Out, uh, North Hollywood, October 28th, 7 p.m. Tickets are 15 bucks. Let's go. It's going to be a great show. I suppose I will be there. It's a, it's five minutes away. <laughs> yeah, you could apartment. literally walk there. Dagny lives so <laughs> Wait, close. Where is it's it? the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood. The comedy Chateau. Oh, okay. I've never been there, but I've heard good things. Yeah, they got good food. You um, come which is on the 28th. really unheard of sure. for a comedy club to have good food. Like, that's the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's so weird. They had. These sweet potato fries that I ate that were like delicious. It came with like brown sugar ketchup or something. It was so good. I just bought it because I was like, this is probably the cheapest thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. And they were really, really good. Um, yeah. So if you're in LA, come to the Kami Chateau on the 28th of October. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with that, that's uh, the end of the show. But um, if you, what are you, I, are you doing okay? Wrong order. Are you doing all right? I am. Uh, wait. If you liked this episode, <laughs> check out other episodes we've released and be sure to like, subscribe, comment, leave us five stars, yada, yada, all that good stuff. Um, the Billy always interjects here. I'm surprised he didn't, but he's usually like commenting gets us more listeners. So make sure you comment. You did it. Um, there you go. I can do it for you now. Uh, and then if you have any hot takes of your own, be sure to email us at popnesspod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it. And we will have more live shows coming up that you can be an audience member and participate and also new episodes every Wednesday. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pop this Pod for all the updates. Um, and I think that's all. Everybody say goodbye. 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 <laughs>